Let's bring in Alan Dershowitz, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Uh, Professor, this is a horrible situation. Uh, we have in the studio uh, Judge Weinberg. We have yeah, also yeah. Craig Eaton and also joining us remotely, John Katsimatidis. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, real quick, uh, this is getting really bad, as you just heard. Uh, even the consul yeah. general, the former consul general, just joined us. His daughter's friends are hostages yeah, right now as we speak. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Uh, look, I want to make it local. I want to talk about what's going on down the block. Yes. Um, the head of the student bar at NYU Law School, at NYU Law School, issued a statement in support of Hamas um, and issued a statement essentially in support of these rapists, murderers, and robbers. Of course, she wouldn't sign her name. She only used her first name, Rina. Uh, but I have a new policy now. I want to expose and identify the name of every student who supports these Hamas murderers, whether at Harvard, whether at Columbia, whether at NYU. So this woman's name is Rhina Workman. She is the president of the NYU Law Student Bar Association, which has come out completely and totally in support of Hamas. I want every law firm in the city of New York to remember the name Rhina Workman. I want every law firm, every lawyer to ask themselves, would you hire a person like that to work with you? Would you expose your clients to a bigot and a racist like that? Would you hire a member of the Ku Klux Klan? If you wouldn't hire a member of the Ku Klux Klan, if you wouldn't hire somebody who wears a swastika on her sleeve, do not hire Rhino Workman. Find out the name of everybody else in all of these groups. And make sure you know who you're hiring. Now, I believe in the marketplace of ideas. I don't believe in censorship. Reiner should be able to talk anywhere she wants. But the marketplace of ideas requires transparency. She shouldn't be hide behind the organization name. It's a great organization, Student Bar Association. Amnesty International at Harvard signed the petition. Students shouldn't be able to hide behind those names. Their name should be out there. The marketplace of ideas requires transparency, accountability. They're entitled to say what they want to say, and we're entitled to sit in judgment on them. No, don't grade them down on their exams. Use anonymous grading because she shouldn't suffer from her exams. Exams are based on, you know, how how good a, a student you are. But her job, would anybody want to have a law firm? That included Rhino Workman in it. And, and you know what, Professor Dershowitz? Sadly, she is not alone. There are others out there. I want to bring in a John Katsimatidis. John, you got a question yeah. for Professor Dershowitz. This is incredible. Well, I mean, I agree with the professor 100%. This person should not hide behind an organization. And, I mean, uh, if she's listening now. Maybe we should take a page in the New York Post and, and, uh, and, uh, let the world know about it. And, uh, That's right. That's right. That's right. Look, I'm not in favor of McCarthyite lists. And, you know, I support anonymity when people are fearful for them lives, for their lives as they were during the civil rights movement. But the only people who are fearful today physically are Jews on campus or Zionists on campus. Nobody has ever attacked a Hamas supporter on a campus physically. The reason these people don't want their names known is because they're they don't want people to hold them accountable for their views. You know, students who sign pro-Israel petitions, they sign their names. They're proud of it. Uh, they're, they're not yeah, ashamed of say, it. But Raina is ashamed of it. That's why she signed this only with her first name. You know, and uh, Professor Dershowitz, also Harvard, too. Well, what about at Harvard? Uh, uh, finally, okay. the president of Harvard finally spoke out a little bit ago. Not, uh, but not that's enough. it. 
not enough. The president of Harvard has not say enough. She did not condemn the students. Uh, she did not condemn Amnesty International. I she agree. I agree with you. Hamas. What she basically said is, look, what's terrible. There's a lot of violence out there. If you need psychological services, we'll give it to you. We condemn violence. We think this is terrible, terrible, terrible. No, you condemn your students. You let them speak, but you condemn them. You have an obligation. Some university presidents have done that. Harvard did not. And many other university presidents have not. You know why? They're scared of the students. They don't want demonstrations. They don't want protests. In some instances, they support the students. Professor, taking it even further, taking it even further today, uh, last week we had members of Congress and members of the state Senate here chanting how great it was what was happening. I mean, this is a savage attack. There should be no person in this world saying what a great job they did by killing innocent women and children. I mean, they had a, they had a, I saw a picture. There were children in a cage. They had all these kids from like one to five years old in a cage. This is despicable and savage, and anyone that supports it needs to be beaten for it. Look, those are the best pictures, the ones in the cage, the uh, ones that really are almost brought me to tears. To look at are the ones with the people's heads being chopped off with a raped woman bleeding uh, and being paraded through the streets and people cheering, cheering, cheering. Uh, By the way, they were doing it in Times Square last night. I'll tell you, Professor Dershowitz, there was somebody leading hundreds of people right there in Times Square last night saying the only religion, uh, you know, is the Muslim Allah Akbar uh, slamming Israel, slamming Israel. Judge Weinberg. Alan, you know what happened in Australia, in Sydney, in the Opera House? They were saying there was a demonstration saying, kill the Jews, gas the Jews. Wow. So in this Sydney, is, this, Australia. In Sydney, Australia. Uh, this is gone. So, you know. the Opera House in front of 4,000 people. It's a great opera house. I defended the Catholic Church in a debate there um, about five or six years ago. The fact that the Sydney Opera House would be dis- disgraced by people calling for the death of Jews is outrageous. And we're seeing it in Canada, too. Um, and, you know, we know that Canada... Uh, gave a lot of uh, Nazis refuge after the Second World War. And this is Nazism, pure and simple. This is Nazism. And if you wouldn't support the same rules under the First Amendment should apply to the Ku Klux Klan as should apply to these people at Harvard and at Columbia and at Yale. The same rules should apply. Despise them, oppose them, attack them, but allow them to speak. It's good to allow them to speak. Let us know what our future leaders look like. And what we have to do about it. Let's know about Laura Rhina Workman. I don't want her to keep be able to hide her identity behind behind some student organization. Yeah, one thousand so, percent. Professor Dershowitz, yeah. hold on. Let me bring in John Katzimatidis. John. Uh, yes, one more thing. You know, I respect our consul general and I know him, he's a very fine gentleman. But uh I have to disagree. And me I'll too. tell you as a Me too, by the way. Me too. As me three. As a corporate executive, you know, where we deal business in a lot of places. If I had $6 billion and I got it into my Bahamas account and I didn't get it into my New York account, I would say, well, we have use of it, but I can make a statement, I don't have it in New York or I don't have it. I disagree with Alone in a couple of ways. He put the blame for this on Netanyahu. He did. And I think that was wrong. Yeah. This is not the time to play political games. He's an old friend of mine. He's an old friend of mine. 
but he is such a partisan and such an Netanyahu hater. This is not a time for division within Israel. There is no division within Israel. Alone is one of the few people who maintains that uh, attitude that let's blame it on Netanyahu. Let's blame it on Iran. Let's blame it on Hamas. Uh, You know, you can argue about whether it's Biden's fault or Netanyahu's fault or anybody's fault. A, A lot of Democrats, a lot of Republicans in America are blaming it on Biden. They're wrong. It's Hamas and it's Hezbollah. And it's Iran. And so alone, I'm sorry for your tragedy in Israel. And, you know, I support you and like you very much. But on this one, you were wrong. Yeah, I agree. He did uh, go after Netanyahu. He did also say, listen, we need to wipe Hamas. At least he's clear on that. But you're right. There was a lot of politics in there. Um, and obviously, uh, Israel is dealing with incredible tragedy. Um, stick with us, everybody. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, thank you. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.